You're listening to The Simple Truth with Pastor Dion Cordova of Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel. I'm going to say it again. The Holy Spirit will never lead you outside of truth. The Holy Spirit will not lead you to marry an unbeliever. The Holy Spirit will not lead you to live with your boyfriend. The Holy Spirit will not lead you into a same-sex relationship. The Holy Spirit will not lead you to give someone a piece of your mind or teach them a lesson. Look at your neighbor and just say, You've probably heard the phrase, what is your gut telling you? Because saying, what is the Holy Spirit telling you, doesn't necessarily roll right off your tongue, right? Yet Pastor Dion reminds us that the Holy Spirit will never lead you outside of truth. When it comes to tough decisions as a Christian, there will be a deep feeling in your soul. If a situation seems like it's off from the character of Jesus, then that's the Holy Spirit urging you that it is off. Today, listen to the Holy Spirit and trust your gut to walk in truth. Now let's join Pastor Dion in the book of Acts chapter 2 as he continues his message, The Function of the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Let's read it out loud. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's what the Holy Spirit produces in our life. The Holy Spirit helps us to produce Christian fruit. That is His job. The Holy Spirit's ultimate goal, guys, isn't to give us a new language like tongues. But the Holy Spirit's ultimate goal is to give us a new, everybody say it out loud, lifestyle. Look at your neighbor and say, I got a new groove. That's the Holy Spirit's ultimate desire, is to make us more like Christ. The ultimate goal is not to give us a new language like tongues, but a new lifestyle, a new groove. Now, some pastors and churches emphasize that the evidence of the Holy Spirit is speaking in other tongues. But the Bible teaches that the evidence of the Holy Spirit is actually more like soup. It should be seen and not heard. Let's say it out loud. It should be what? It should be seen and not heard. I'll just let that soak and marinate a little bit. Now, please don't misunderstand me. I believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, one of them being tongues. And in the coming weeks, we'll be talking about all 12 of the Holy Spirit gifts. But we must remember that the evidence of the Holy Spirit should be seen more than heard. In fact, the Apostle Paul wrote to a group of arrogant Christians that were obsessed with their spiritual gifts, specifically tongues. And he corrected them. He told them, You can speak with the tongues of men and angels, but if you don't have love, all you are is a bunch of noise. Everybody say, aha. In fact, here's the passage. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1 through 3 says this. 
If I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, read it out loud, I would only be a noising gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains, but didn't love others, everybody out loud, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, out loud together, I would have gained nothing. Remember that Jesus didn't say that the world would know you're my disciples by your tongues or by your spiritual gifts. Jesus said, people will know you're my disciples by your, everybody, love for one another. And in case you rode the short bus, Paul described what that love looks like and acts like in the remaining verses there in Corinthians. Verse from verse 4, Paul goes on to say this. Read it out loud with me. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless. But love lasts forever. The Holy Spirit wants to shape or groom us to love and to live like Jesus. He wants to produce, the Holy Spirit wants to produce a ristra of Christian-like fruits in us. Well, how does the Holy Spirit produce this transformation in our life? How? Well, first he does it by, everybody say it out loud, what? Teaching us. Say it out loud, what? Teaching us. So, we already know the Holy Spirit helps us. He helps us by helping us become more like Christ. What God desires. What God is pleased with. He helps us that way. And so what he does is he comes inside and he begins to help us that way, becoming more like Christ, by teaching us. John chapter 14, verse 26. Let's read it. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, everybody out loud, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. So he's going to help us become more like Christ, first of all, by teaching us. Say it again, by what? Now, we talked a little bit about this last week, but I wanted to tease it out a little more for you. The Holy Spirit comes alongside as a teacher. Now, the word teacher, when Jesus said that, painted a picture for the disciples. In that culture, children of prominent families had tutors. Everybody said out loud, what? Tutors. The tutor had a long history with a family. 
He knew the family's philosophy, the family's ideology, the family's values, the family's etiquette, and he also knew the family's future plans. This tutor knew. It was the tutor's job to follow the child all the time, everywhere, to groom the student to be like his father, to instill and to infuse, to indoctrinate, to educate, to encourage, and to enforce. That's the picture the disciples would have seen when Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will teach you, tutor you. Well, guys, the Holy Spirit is inside us, teaching us via the Word of God. Say it out loud. What? Via the Word of God. The Holy Spirit reveals truth to us, opens our eyes of our understanding. You know, during the time that I'm teaching like this, and all of a sudden the dots get connected, and you say, aha, let's say it out loud together. Aha, I see it. It's the Holy Spirit. Maybe you're sitting down, reading your Bible during a devotional time. You took your lunch hour. You opened your Bible. You read. And all of a sudden, it's as if the words jumped off the page and just enlightened your mind. And you said, I see it. I heard Pastor say it quite a while back, but now I see it. It grabs your attention. It pulls you in. The Holy Spirit uses the Word of God to teach us. And then the Holy Spirit reminds us of truth, right? He brings it back to our remembrance. And usually at the most inopportune time, because that's not when we wanted to hear about forgiveness. It's not when we wanted to hear about our anger. Can you say amen? But he does. He reminds us of what the Scripture says. So the Holy Spirit teaches us by revealing truth to us, by reminding us of truth. And you also remember I said this last week. He teaches us by ribbing us toward truth. Here's the word. Everybody say it out loud. He does what? All right, so the Holy Spirit helps us become more like Christ by teaching us and also by guiding us. The Holy Spirit, say the word again, He does what? He guides. He guides. In fact, here's the verse. John chapter 16, verse 13. Here's what it says. However, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, everybody out loud, He will guide you into all truth. What's the word again? He will guide you. Well, how does the Holy Spirit guide us into truth? How does the Holy Spirit guide us into the will of God? Well, I'd love to tell you, but we're out of time. No, 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 we're not. We still have time. Okay, we're good. The Holy Spirit guides us in four ways. Everybody say what? The Holy Spirit guides us in four ways. Are you ready for this now? Look at your neighbor and say, fasten your seatbelt. All right. The first way in which the Holy Spirit guides us is via God's Word. In fact, David prayed like this. Psalm 119, verse 17. He said, be good to your servant, Lord, that I may live and obey your word. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truths in your instructions. So he's actually praying for more revelation so that he can walk in the way or the will of God. Did you guys catch it? 
The Holy Spirit guides us via the Word of God. The Holy Spirit reveals and reminds us of truth, of God's will in Scripture. It's God's will for you to love. It's God's will for you to forgive. It's God's will for you to study and learn. It's God's will for you to persevere. It's God's will for you to live pure and righteous and humble. Look at your neighbor and say, it's God's will. It's God's will for us to walk under the influence of the Holy Spirit. That's one of the ways he guides us, through or via the Word of God. Another way that the Holy Spirit guides us is, everybody said out loud, via circumstances. Via circumstance. You see, sometimes doors are wide open, and sometimes doors are shut tight. And I'm going to tell you right now, you will get nowhere trying to open a door God doesn't want you to go through. So he will provide circumstances, whether it's an open door, run right through, rolls out the red carpet, but the Holy Spirit will also guide us via these circumstances where he doesn't want you to go that direction. And he shuts the doors. And he locks them. And you can stay there pushing, 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 pushing all you want. It ain't going to open. Because the Holy Spirit has your best interest and God's pleasure at heart. Can you say amen? But please remember, just because some roads are difficult doesn't mean that they're not God's will for your life. It could actually be the way God is growing your faith. So just because it might be a little difficult or the road might be bumpy doesn't mean, you know, this is not God's will for us. This is not where God has us. Wait a minute. It might be that your faith needs a boost, that you need a faith lift. In fact, consider Jesus at his temptation. The Spirit of the Lord led him into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. The Holy Spirit led Paul to Macedonia. In fact, the story goes, as Paul is on these missionary travels, they go as far as the Mediterranean Sea on one side. On the other side, it is a trail into Turkey, across the mountains. And so Paul says, which way should we go? The scriptures read that the Holy Spirit stopped them from going towards the mountains of Turkey. Circumstance. Everybody say, what? Circumstance. And then that night, Paul had a dream of a man from Macedonia that said, come over to Macedonia. That's across the Mediterranean Sea and into Greece. So he goes. You know what happens when they get to Macedonia? Persecution after persecution after persecution. But in the end, thousands of people came to Christ and several key churches began. Letters to those churches are in your Bible. And so I would say this. If God brings you to it, everybody out loud, God will bring you through it. That's a good place for an applause. Yeah. So, the Holy Spirit guides us via the Word of God that's already established. The Holy Spirit guides us via circumstance. Sometimes the doors are closed. Sometimes the doors are wide open. But guys, 
If you're in a bumpy road, realize that it doesn't mean it's not the will of God. It might be that you need a faith lift. Can you say amen? But here's another way the Holy Spirit guides us. Via godly counsel. Can we say it out loud? Via godly counsel. Proverbs 11.14 says, Where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. And then Proverbs 12.15 says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise. God uses godly counselors. The Holy Spirit uses godly counselors also to give us guidance. And there is now one more way that the Holy Spirit guides us. So, so far we've had via the Word of God, He guides us. He guides us via circumstances. He guides us via godly counselors. Can you say amen? Now think about this. His godly counselors, uh, you know, are important. But He also guides us via, everybody out loud, inward conscience. Speaking to us spirit to spirit and heart to heart. So the Holy Spirit will guide us via the Word of God, via circumstances, via godly counselors, and via inward conscience. Speaking to us heart to heart, which includes visions and dreams. Warning, everybody say it out loud. But be careful of inward conscience the guidance from the Holy Spirit in your inward conscience. Because it's easy to mistake your selfish will, your selfish ambition, your selfish desire, and your selfish dream, and call it God's. God spoke to me. The Holy Spirit led me. Remember, the Holy Spirit will never lead you outside of truth. I'm going to say it again. The Holy Spirit will never lead you outside of truth. The Holy Spirit will not lead you to marry an unbeliever. The Holy Spirit will not lead you to live with your boyfriend. The Holy Spirit will not lead you into a same-sex relationship. The Holy Spirit will not lead you to give someone a piece of your mind or teach them a lesson. Look at your neighbor and just say, Listen, if you're being inspired to do something good, everybody say, to do something what? If you're being inspired to do something good, do it. Because it is most likely the Holy Spirit. Because truth be told, we are not good in and of ourselves. It's from the Holy Spirit. So if God is telling you to give something, to share something positive, to, you know, impact someone in a positive way, it really probably didn't come from you. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, you're so negative sometimes. Because that's our nature. So if the Holy Spirit is moving us to do something positive, just do it. Because it's likely the Holy Spirit. But on the other hand, if the Holy Spirit is convicting you to stop and turn yourself around, then listen. Everybody said, then listen. As we have heard, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. 
Or as one of Crystal Gale's old country songs, don't make his brown eyes blue. Huh? And when you're not exactly sure which way is the will of God, default to the other three ways that the Holy Spirit guides. What do the scriptures say about it? What do the circumstances lend into it? What do godly counselors advise? Look at your neighbor and say, I think I learned something. Look at your neighbor. I'm hoping the light bulbs are going on. Here's the last verse of the day. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. Read it out loud with me. It is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for His good pleasure. God the Holy Spirit is at work in you, both to will and to do His good pleasure. The Holy Spirit is in you, guiding, motivating, and empowering you to do the will of God. Aren't you glad for the Holy Spirit in our lives? Amen. Did you learn something? Let's all stand. Now listen, if you're here this morning and the Holy Spirit has been prodding you to a closer relationship with the Lord Jesus. Today is the best day to listen to His voice and to surrender your heart and life to Christ. So if that's you, I want you to pray out loud together with all of us. Out loud, Father, I know I'm a sinner and I need Your forgiveness. I've ignored You. I've run from You. I've even fought You. But today, today I surrender. I repent for my sin and I turn to You. Wash me clean. Make me new. Indwell me, Holy Spirit, and help me be more like Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Woo! What a blessing. Now listen, if you prayed that prayer, meant it from your heart, you might not feel anything different right now, but I promise you, inside, something new just erupted. A new life was born. And you're going to find yourself feeling a little bit more loving, a little bit more curious about God, a little bit more desirous to get close to Him. <sighs> Isn't it beautiful, guys? And everyone in this room has experienced that before. So take advantage of that. The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. The Lord make His face to smile on you and be gracious to you and give you peace. May the beauty of the Lord be upon you and may He establish all the works of your hands. And may the Holy Spirit teach you and guide you this week in ways that are so recognizable to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You've been listening to Pastor Dion Cordova right here on The Simple Truth. In this series, Pastor Dion has been refreshing us all by bringing it all back to the simple basics of the faith. And when it comes back to the basics that everybody knows and takes for granted, there's one verse that's more quoted than any other in history, John 3.16. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. 
Take a moment and bask in the glory of God's unending, unstoppable, unfiltered love for you. He loved you so much that He gave His Son for you. Have you said yes to Him? If you haven't, here's your chance. Just tell Him that you repent of all the wrong that you've done and that you believe in Him. Make Him Lord over your life today. It's the only response we can have to a love that's that big. If you made that decision today, would you let us know? Call us at 505-753-4363. Once again, that number is 505-753-4363. We want to celebrate with you. The Simple Truth is a ministry out of Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel in Española, New Mexico. Are you in the area? Even better than a phone call, stop in and see us. We're here at 9 and 11 a.m. every Sunday and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're so excited to meet you and have you join us for worship. You can find all the information you need at tmcalvary.com. Once again, that's tmcalvary.com. We hope to see you soon. And we'll be back next time with more from The Simple Truth. Let us join our hands and together we stand. Together.